Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to be diving into Disney Plus, because Disney released like a 600 tweet thread of every show. Someone was very busy. That's coming out. Yeah. And it's like a, <laughs> then they did a three hour plus sizzle reel as a trailer for every movie, TV show, everything coming to Disney Plus. And so there's some insane stuff on here. So I mm-hmm. thought it would be kind of fun to preview it. I was reading through it and, you know, thought it would be good just to kind of comment on a few things. But <laughs> as I was getting into it, there is so much stuff on here. 600 tweets worth of stuff, yeah. to be exact. And there are some hilarious sounding movies that I never knew I needed in my life <laughs> that I thought would be kind of fun, to, you know, to touch on. Before we before we dive into that, before we dive into Disney news, I do have to say one thing. Not a sponsor, but Allbirds <laughs> are great shoes. We went to New York a couple weeks ago, and we were walking around New York, and I just recently got an Allbirds because I heard about them on How I Built This, which is another great podcast. They are the most comfortable shoe in the world. And so... I can't speak to that. I don't have a pair yet, but you have raved so much. I will most certainly be buying a pair. So when you go to Disney, you always need comfortable shoes. So I'd have to recommend Alberts. Again, if they want to be a sponsor, we would accept them. But currently, (laughs) not a sponsor. I just love them that much that I just need to tell the world. If you need a comfortable shoe to walk around in, definitely go with Alberts. All right. Unpaid sponsorship over, I guess. They're very nice. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully somebody's listening and they send us a pair of shoes or something. They also do make um, waterproof ones, which would be great for those days that, you know, that Florida weather where it just kind of randomly rains. There you go. Allbirds. I'm very interested in those. Allbirds. If you're listening, the the ad is just writing itself here. Give us a call. Yeah. Actually, send me a free pair of shoes and then we can see where we can go from there. (laughs) I wear size seven. Give us a call. So, <laughs> All right. So jumping into Disney news, uh, a few things before we get into the Disney Plus announcement, because that was kind of the big piece of news for the week. Uh, so a couple uh, little things also popped up. So one thing is that Tokyo Disney announced that they're going to be shutting down Fantasmic for good, it sounds like, on March 25th, which is kind of interesting because next year is the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So you would think they would want to show. They didn't announce that they're going to be replacing it with anything, so... I'd have to imagine there's going to be some sort of new um, nighttime show. And this is over at Disney Sea. Maybe they're going to do something that ties into the Olympics. But it's interesting. It It's only been there nine years, they said. So relatively short because the Fantasmics in the U.S. have been running for a lot longer. So mm. that, was a, that was a really good show. So it's it'll be interesting to see what they um, put in, in its place. I'm sure being Tokyo Disney that it's going to be incredible because there, if, if there is one thing Tokyo Disney is good at, it's their shows. So I wouldn't, <laughs> whatever they put in its place will probably blow Fantasmic out of the water. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> the other piece of news is that the Void announced <sighs> their new um, experience. I couldn't think of what to call it. So we knew that they were going to be working on a Marvel one. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. And again, for those of you who might not know what the void is, the void is the uh, VR experience that they have in the Disney parks. They have them all over the place, but they have one by Disneyland. They have one by Disney World. And it they had a Wreck-It Ralph one. And the first one that they had was Star Wars. Correct. So, so they announced their Marvel one. It's called Avengers Damage Control, and it actually just opened on the 18th. Now, it's not available in Orlando due to the superhero licensing deal with Universal. Super bummer. 
But yeah, but it's available everywhere else. It sounds pretty interesting. It sounds like Ultron is going to be the main villain in this, and Shuri develops some uh, new tech. So Wakanda will be involved, and also it sounds like Doctor Strange and Ant-Man make an appearance. There's rumors of Spider-Man being in it, but I haven't seen that confirmed anywhere, so I'm not sure. But it looks pretty cool. It looks like you're going to be wearing an Iron Man-like suit. I think that's what they're going to have your character in because in the Star Wars one, you're a stormtrooper uh, and Wreck-It Ralph. I think you're Ralph and Vanellope or something like that. So in this one, it looks like you'll be uh, in an Iron Man suit. So yeah, that, in the Wreck-It Ralph one, you're a random character that you select in the beginning. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. one, of the, you're one of the internet people. You're working people. with Vanellope. Correct. That, you're right. Yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. So. And I think that one's still running, right? They, they're all still running. Yeah, yeah. the Wreck-It Ralph one was a ton of fun. There were a bunch of just like mini games. It was a blast. So I would really recommend that. I liked it way better than Star Wars one, but Star Wars isn't quite my thing. I thought it was a little confusing, but yeah, the Wreck-It Ralph one's a blast. All right. And so getting into Disney Plus, and if these shows and movies interest you, you can actually apply to be a reviewer for a a movie review site called review.org they're taking applications through november 7th five people are going to be selected to do this they're going to get a year free of disney plus and they're going to pay you a thousand dollars oh don't forget about the popcorn package but but the catch is you have to watch 30 movies in 30 days so you have to watch a movie a day for 30 days and write a review for each of them but you can pay a thousand dollars I don't know if that works out to be worth it or not. Yeah, to me, it sounds like the pressure. If you have a regular, like if you have a day job, if you're in college right now, this actually sounds like it would be really awesome. Because if you're just hanging out with your friends or whatever, and you're like, hey, we're going to probably be watching movies anyway, and then I just have to write a review after, and it might be able to get me off the ground, that would be pretty cool. Because I assume that this could technically turn into other opportunities for you, maybe. They are asking for you to submit social media like links to your social media so i think they are looking for people that have already a social media following because i think the idea is they want you to write reviews but they also want you to be tweeting about it hey writing reviews for review.org and so that that way they get publicity as well so i kind of feel like they're not going to pick somebody just out of the blue has no experience doing this before right but i i I feel like it could also just be like a person on call on a college campus who's popular and has a ton of followers and tweets often like I could see them picking somebody like that maybe, but cause I feel like anybody who's like a real seasoned reviewer would look at that and be like a thousand dollars. Isn't, it doesn't seem like a lot for doing watching 30 movies in 30 days. All right. So go, jumping into all these movies. So like we said, uh, Disney plus launches on November 12th. So Disney's gearing up for this. They tweeted out one tweet for every movie. They did this three hour promotional video that you can, can watch if you want to. And, there are some like pretty crazy movies. I mean, there are some mm. stuff that I had never heard of before. A ne- lot of stuff. Yeah. Never even realized it was Disney. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk through some of the stuff we're most looking forward to. Um, or just most shocked by. Yeah. And, and again, so, you know, they're going to have all of Star Wars. Not all of the Marvel movies will be available at launch. And that's just due to licensing deals because some stuff is still on netflix through the end of the year some stuff's on some different streaming services Um, so by 2020 everything should be over there but most of the marvel movies are over there and then you know you're gonna have nat geo shows and everything and it's 6.99 a month which after reading all of this and seeing what's on there i think it's a great it's a great deal deal, Mm because i mean i'm just gonna be 
watching all of this stuff for quite a while. So, so I think besides, I mean, kind of the main stuff, like definitely excited for Star Wars, The Mandalorian, that new show, and and Noel. Yeah, the Noel movie that's going to be out in December. So, I mean, besides that, like the Star Wars and Marvel stuff, I mean, that that's kind of the main stuff I think that everybody is going to be excited about. But I'm also really excited about like the Nat Geo show, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I think that's going to be a really good show having like Jeff Goldblum travel around the world. Just just anything Jeff Goldblum in, is in is amazing. Yeah. So I think this okay. is going to be incredible. So this is a recommendation for listeners. If you have never, if you're familiar with Jeff Goldblum in his movies, you know sometimes he'll play eccentric characters. But I was never aware until I watched the YouTube video uh, channel First We Feast, the, the um, Hot Ones like wing challenge with Jeff Goldblum. I had no idea. He is quite a character. He is very strange, very eccentric, hilarious to watch. So I cannot wait to see him on the show because the world according to him, I have a feeling, is very different than the world according to the majority of other people. Yeah, I, th- I think this is going to be this is going to be like the sleeper show right here that that's going to turn out to be really great. But there's there's also going to be a lot of great documentaries on here so there's going to be they just announced the imagineering story and this is by leslie iwerks who's the granddaughter of that sounds familiar of Ob iwerks yeah <laughs> so she's doing a, a documentary on behind the scenes of imagineering and this the, isn't just like his his granddaughter that she just like picked up a camera and because her last name was iwerks like they just gave it to her she's like a legit documentary maker she's won awards i think you said you yeah she me. did one on pixar a few years ago that, that yeah. won some awards and that so now she's doing imagineering and they're going behind the scenes of imagineering behind the scenes of disneyland interviewing um legends in imagineering so it looks like it's going to be really great there's the one day at disney documentary that was announced as d23 that i think looks really good nat geo also has some pretty cool documentaries so they're they're doing one with SpaceX called Mars Inside SpaceX. So kind of taking you inside Elon Musk's mission to go to Mars. And also they're doing a documentary on all the Apollo missions. So mm. it's not all of this is just going to be, you know, Disney related cartoons, movies, documentaries. I mean, with, with the addition of Nat Geo, you're going to have some interesting kind of science related stuff too. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping there's a lot of good content there because I know that a lot of those fancy like educational channel channels are they're very tempted by the by the ability to get mass appeal by doing things like Bigfoot, the proof that he exists, because um, it's sensational. So I really hope that whenever we get on there, we get a lot of wildlife doc- documentaries and things like that as well, because that's kind of, that's a kind of content that is becoming rarer and rarer and harder and harder to find. So it would be great to have that on demand. If you have Netflix, you have you know Life and um, like Planet Earth, things like that. There's definitely tons of documentaries on there. There's some older movies, like The Sound of Music is going to be on there, which I didn't even realize was Disney-related. Maybe that was with Fox, and that's why that one's going to be on there. But we talked a few weeks ago when we talked in the 1950s about the Davy Crockett TV series. Those are going to be on Disney+, Plus, so you'll be able to watch those. It's something I've never seen before. I think that'll be interesting. So kind of the beginning of Disney's you know entry into television, that's going to be on there. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing some of that. I'm also looking forward to seeing the original animated movies like Snow White, Cinderella, Pinocchio, like like all of that original stuff. I think will be you know really interesting to see. I, I don't know that I've ever seen 
Snow White. I know I've seen Pinocchio. I don't know if I've ever seen Snow White, though. Um, so Fox I, and the Hound. I have Fox and the Hound listed because, again, I'd never, I've never seen it. I've heard a lot about it, but no idea. I don't know a lot about the film. Right. Yeah. So I think... I think you know those will be great. They have some of the you know coming out of Tokyo. Speaking of Tokyo Disney again, Journey to the Center of the Earth and Twenty Thousand Leagues Under yes. the Sea are both on there. Which I those, can't wait to watch those. Just which those are the two rides in yeah. in, uh, the two in Tokyo Disney Sea. Big sea. big rides. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that'll be really interesting to see. The Rock. The game plan is going to be on there. <laughs> so with, with the Rock. So the, I mean, I think those are all some interesting movies. I and mean, you talked about Noel. That's the new Christmas movie coming out with mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick. So there's a lot of a lot of that stuff on there, and, and kind of one other thing, the Marvel's Hero Project. So that's this one actually sounds really interesting. This is going to be one that I think really tugs at your heartstrings because this is following kids who make a positive impact in the world, and then every child featured is actually going to get their own Marvel comic. So it's what? Yeah. So it's the Hero Project. It's following real life heroes. And then they get, kind of get their oh, own comic. Oh, you should have warned me about this before. I'm gonna end up crying again. <laughs> yeah, so so I, th- I think this one will be. I think this one will be a you know really good heartwarming. It, it, it's really it's the real Disney stuff of of kind of like pulling on all those emotions and family and stuff. So I, I think that that's all really good. All right, so now <laughs> jumping past this, like going through now the back catalog of some of these older movies and things. I think let's like jump into that of some of those that we're pretty interested in. So so some of the older movies, and now this one isn't necessarily like a, a crazy one. <laughs> that sounds kind of shocking, but Willow is, is going to be on here. And this is a 1988 movie that was directed by Ron Howard and produced by George Lucas. And I've heard a lot about it because it was one of George Lucas's movies, uh, but I've never seen it before. But it sounds pretty interesting. So it's th- the kind of tagline plot synopsis of it is, Enter the world of Willow, Journey to the far corners of your imagination to a land of myth and magic where dream and reality live side by side to a place that never existed, a time that never was. It is a world where a young man named Willow lives out an adventure that explores beyond the boundaries of his own hopes and fears. So it sounds like pretty interesting. I think it's supposed to be a decent movie. Do you think that um, Christopher or Christopher Lucas, uh, George Lucas, do you think that George Lucas ever resents Star Wars? Like, do you ever think that he says, oh, man, I have all these other cool ideas, but all everyone always knows me for is just my work on Star Wars? No, I think he, he's really tied up in into his identity of Star Wars. Bob Iger actually talked about it in his book that it was very difficult for George to give up control of Star Wars because to him, it wasn't just a franchise. It was essentially his entire identity. Mm-hmm. So he looked at it as... I'm not only I'm not giving up control to this movie and world I created, but I'm giving up basically control of my legacy to Disney. And so yeah. it was very difficult for him and it was kind of a rocky road, especially when they started making the new sequel trilogy. So I, I think he's very happy that he's known for Star Wars. He loves that. But and he did make other movies. I mean, he was involved with Indiana Jones and and everything. You know, he he created that as well. So Right. Right. I'm interested in uh Swiss Family Robinson because I know that there's a a ride circled around. I mean, not a ride, but like there's the Swiss Family there's a Robinson, tree house. Ha- yeah, treehouse. And so I kind of I know a little bit about it, but I would be interesting in knowing a little bit more. Like, why did Disney decide to build this particular treehouse? So I would love to watch that film. I think it would be good. And another one that 
I, I mean, I just went through the list and I was like, this seems like it's really weird. So what does this have to do with? So another one I found was Greyfriars Bobby. It's a picture of like the movie poster that they tweeted out was just like a couple, like some people and a dog. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like this is the worst <laughs> possible title for anything. Like it tells you nothing about the film. And then so there's like, a lot that have some interesting titles well, that you're like, what could this movie well, be about? I started typing it on my iPhone. And then suddenly when I started typing gray fryers, it suggested gray fryers. And I'm like, whoa, this is weird. There's probably a lot of people searching for it now trying to figure out well, what wait, these movies are. Wait, when I, when wait I typed there's it in, more. Yeah. Cause then I'm like, okay, this is a thing. So I Google searched it and it came up as this, it's a big thing, like really well known. It was a dog in Scotland. Bobby is the dog and his owner died and the dog waited by the grave and protected his grave for 14 years. So is this a documentary then? Or so, no, I think a, it's a, they turned it into a, a movie. movie. Okay. So the dog's name is Bobby, and then the Greyfriars is the where he the the owner was buried. And then I'm like, dude, this just this just brings up so many more questions. Like, how does Disney make a movie around this? How does um because it's like about a dead guy. How does this dog even? How did he even do what he did? I mean, dogs don't live much longer than 14 years. That was how how long was the owner alive for that dog's life and it still was that dedicated to him so anyway now i'm like all in on this oh and there's like a real statue of this dog in scotland oh, okay yeah so it's like a big it's a big deal like yeah. people know about this story so it turns out that that was actually a thing another one i found this one's not quite so serious um they have a film called cat from outer space from yes. 1978 yeah. yeah the cat from outer space and it's space. an orange cat so is this goose I'm not sure. Oh, is it a prequel? It's is a it a prequel, prequel to maybe? Captain Marvel? <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, Fuzz Bucket. Did you happen to see that one? That is what I've heard about before. I mean, that that's a... It's like an alien creature. It's very strange looking. It's, Nin- it's Yeah, it's from 1986. And I was like, I am not excited to see it. I assume that... I, and then, like, I he... If in the poster, you were saying really weird looking. He's nightmare fuel. Like, in the photo or in the in the thing he's really creepy looking but then i watched the trailer um you asked me earlier what i was watching and it was the trailer for that it was pure gold it is essentially a child talking to himself because fuzz bucket is and kinda, invisible and he kind of i mean it it's a you know it's one of those like 80s movies and it's like it's pup, a made for it, tv puppets. film yeah and it's a puppet it's kind of almost looks like a, a muppet i'm not sure i was just trying to look up to see if it's it looks, jim henson because it, it almost looks like it could be, you know, kind of like that, like dark crystal Muppet. Yeah, type it's look. more dark crystal. It's yeah. more reminiscent which, of dark which, crystal because they're kind of creepy. Which he did, which Jim Henson did. So that's what I was right. trying to see. I can't, uh, I, I don't, looking up really quickly, I can't see if, if he did that one or not, but it kind of has that feel to it. Um, oh my goodness. What was in the, in the eighties, that really popular show. It kind of looks like that, that, oh my goodness. He ate cats. What's his name, Joe? Uh, Alf. Alf. He kind of is reminiscent of Alf, but Alf is much cuter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of an Alf type type look. So, yeah. So I I have like four or five movies here that looking them up, and I looked up the kind of plot synopsis, or you know, just just the a sentence or two about them from Wikipedia, and just based on that, I am all in on all of these movies. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> When you hear them, it's like, what are these movies about? But they sound incredible. So there's one called The Biscuit Eater. 
Oh, I just I saw that I love one and these I titles. almost looked that up. It's, it's a 1972 movie. So you, you figure it's, it's a dog movie. It's obviously about a dog. I just can't believe that they would name the movie The Biscuit Eater, but it's yeah, actually... It seems like name title conventions might have been different back in the day. Like, yeah. they had no idea. Like, that does not sound they interesting. They didn't have SEO back then. They, they weren't <laughs> worried about trying to tell you what the movie was about. It's just, hey, let's make an interesting yeah, title. Well, it's about a dog, so we'll call it a Biscuit Eater. Yeah, so this is actually about boys who train what is believed to be an untrainable German wired-haired pointer. Oh. But then all of these... All of these movies have like these like strange twists and undertones to them because Oh, and none of them pass pass the Bechdel test. They are all about boys. There are no girls to be seen. That is true. So these boys then enter the dog in a competition, but they're then worried about winning because the previous owner of this dog it was is like a world class trainer and he couldn't train them. And they're worried if they win, it like ruins this guy's career. And I think he's somehow related to one of the boys or knows them. So it's this whole like weird thing. Like, oh, but why do they have to even enter the dog in the competition to begin with? <laughs> you have to you have to watch the movie and find out. So <laughs> okay, Kurt Russell's in a couple of these movies. Young Kurt Russell, which which is interesting. So there's two of them that he's in. So one of them is the computer that wore tennis shoes. Again, huh? Great, great. <laughs> How title. did I miss that one? So this is a 1969 movie which is interesting because this is the year we went to the moon this is kind of when i think you know computers are becoming more mainstream they're the size of houses at this point but people are intrigued by them so obviously they're, they're gonna make a movie like, about it the poster they like fit the computer monitor with glasses like no, I, I think I feel the like poster is just kurt russell like if you google it it's just a picture of oh, him okay. again there's nothing back then they really didn't care what the movie was about it was just hey we'll go see it so (laughs) but what happens is kurt russell gets shocked i don't know if he gets struck by lightning or just shocked and the computer is fused with his brain (laughs) so he becomes he becomes a genius because he has a computer in his brain but again everything's a little bit dark like the in, in all of these movies so in doing so he also learns of his friend's illegal gambling ring because oh because the information was on the computer about their illicit gambling activities oh my and so he learns about that and then so they're after him to like try to stop him and like i don't know if they're trying to kill him or what but again there's this like it sounds so happy-go-lucky the computer that wore tennis shoes he gets a computer in his brain he's a genius what? everybody loves him but then this like I don't know, you know, mafia illegal gambling ring comes after him because he knows all their secrets. Oh my gosh. So I don't know how that one turns out, but that sounds interesting. Oh my goodness. And then, all right, he's in another one two years later, 1971, called The Barefoot Executive. And you're like, all right, what's that about? <laughs> Is this like the Barefoot Contessa? Okay. No, not about cooking. Again, it's Kurt Russell. Okay. Young Kurt Russell. So this is when he's popular. And he works at a, at a, like a TV studio. And I so, think so he's so the rock now is like the young Kirk Kurt Russell like how Disney's just basically like rock we're gonna we're gonna ask you to be in all of our movies because we recognize you're popular yeah and I you're imagine awesome. the Kurt Russell was younger though than the rock is well now. the rock is much older and again one of the reasons why the rock is balling hey like putting that work at that iron paradise yeah he's, he's pumping that iron today's probably his cheat day he's probably posting awesome pictures cheat of day. he's cheat- only he's only squatting 300 pounds instead of 400 <laughs> it's cheat day for but, the rock so but he's eating like four hamburgers and <laughs> all that stuff so kurt russell's he works in the mail room of a tv studio and he's trying to move up and he finds out that his girlfriend has a beer drinking chimpanzee named raffles 
So all right. Already that's all you need to know. Limits. That's all you need to know. Is already it, off limits. It, off limits? Yeah, like that's so politically incorrect. Like to have like a beer drinking monkey as a as a thing for a kid. No. Like, can he drink juice? I maybe? heard. I heard. I heard beer drinking chimp named Ra- named Raffles, and I was all in on this movie. So this chimpanzee can pre- all he does is watch TV, so he can predict which TV shows are going to be successful. And so Kurt Russell's character uses him to help his career at the TV studio pick TV shows. So I think the chimp's the barefoot executive. Oh my. Amazing. I These movies sound amazing. I'm all in on this one. Uh, a chimp that picks TV shows. But also logically, a human owning a chimpanzee is do asinine. Do not think logically. It's, it's a chimp. Asinine. They're dangerous. It's a chimp named <laughs> Raffles that can pick TV shows. So these, these are some incredible ones. There's also one. I had to look this up because the title was just called Those Callaways. Like those Callaways. Like, is it is about it? golf clubs? No. <laughs> no, it's about a family named Callaway who tries to pro- protect migrating geese from hunters. So this is like an early flyaway home? Is, I it, guess. is, is, is flyaway no. home about that? I don't, I don't know. know. I know there's geese in it. I think. 1965. So this is, this is what passed for cinema back then. Oh my. Are they like regular geese? Are they Canada geese? Or? I, I think they just like passed. I mean, they're just, I've, again, I just read, I didn't watch the movie yet. I can't watch it yet. I will be, but <laughs> they, they pass through the town and then somebody in the town wants to set up a hunt, make it a hunting town so you can hunt all these geese and just those Callaways are trying to, trying to save the geese. <laughs> there they go again. So, so like, this is probably the, this is like the sequel to the, the first movie, which is Callaways where they're protecting something else, right? Because I feel like adding those Callaways makes it sound like yeah, we, are, we were already familiar this with This is them. the only one I saw, those Callaways. <laughs> now, there is, one, there is one that's a sequel, and that's the Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again. Because uh, So that one's available. And also the, the original, the Apple Dumpling Gang. So oh those are both available. So that, if you want to scare rival gangs, picking names like Apple Dumpling generally will do hey, it. We're the Bubblegum Kids. We are the Bubblegum Kids. That's our kids. gang name. So I get I get apple dumplings, but this is about some uh, some young kids inheriting a fortune, and pe- again people are after them for it. So they give the money to this bumbling group, the apple dumpling gang. Okay, we need to stop talking about this because we're gonna have to go out to dinner and get apple pie tonight. Because you're talking about because apple we're dumplings. talking to actually that sounds amazing. I think I just determined what we're getting for for dinner. I need. Apple pie a la mode. Okay. So they, but they give the money to these like, um, like hillbillies to, so that way people won't come after the kids, but I don't know things go awry, but it's, I, I can't remember the, the guy's name, but from the Andy Griffith show, um, who played Barney Fife, he's, he's one of the apple dumpling gang members. So it's kind of like a, a comedy thing. All right, now this movie is all for you. All right, so it's it's called The Ugly Dogs. This is a 1966 movie. So, wiener Dogs. This is about a family who has a dachshund who has puppies. Goes to the vet to have the puppies delivered. And the vet talks him into taking this other dog that was left there or something. And what it is, it is The Ugly Dachshund because it is a Great Dane that grows up <laughs> thinking it is a dachshund. <laughs> I would like that. And so, so, so this is probably an abandoned puppy, Great Dane that then that needs, needs a to family. nurse. Yeah, that yeah, needs to like I, nurse I off of the mama, 
wiener dog? Maybe. Dachshund? I- yeah, I don't know, but it's just it's just funny that because I was like, "What is the ugly dachshund?" Like I'm like, weeks, "Is this? I'm like, is this an ugly duckling type thing?" And then in like two weeks, the puppy's bigger than the mom. Yeah, well, <laughs> but it thinks it's a dachshund the whole time, so it is because again, a great Dane it would be a pretty ugly dachshund. So I think that's funny. So I don't know if it's told like if the animals talk in this, and he's like, "Oh, you're one ugly dachshund." You know, I, I don't know, but I just I wonder if it's like in I the think old, that's hilarious in the old style of movies where they used to do. Um, we watched, oh, was it like Milo and Otis or something at school? And it's crazy how that movie doesn't really, there's like no through line in the whole story. It's like a bunch of cute animal clips. So basically what YouTube is now, but it's in a full length film version. And so it's impossible to actually pay attention to. But I, I bet Disney did a better job. It'll be interesting to see all of these movies. Because again, you read some of these titles and you're like, what are these about? Because again, like you're saying, they really don't tell you much. Well, and then, and then you read about it and then you find out there's a, a TV picking a savant chip named raffles. And I'm all in. <laughs> so I have a couple that people might've heard of the, the rest of the mine, I think are from late eighties, early nineties, but <laughs> yeah, I went, I, I took some deep yeah, cuts. You took, I went far you took back. Some more deep cuts. Yeah. than I did. So I'm looking forward to Turner and Hooch because I loved that movie as a kid. I saw that one on there, yeah. Yeah. um, That's with Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, it's a a young Tom Hanks, and he, I believe, is a cop. Um, I'm going off of memory, which is probably really a bad idea for me to do because my memory is not great. Um, But I think he gets paired with a police dog that is just awful and like chews is, he, up, is the dog hooch yeah the dog's hooch and he gets like he chews up his hit the inside of his car and like as dogs minutes. do yeah it was um it was a really funny movie as i remember so i'm interested to see if that one holds up another movie that i was unaware that existed the heavyweights i think i did see this when i was a kid but i forgot all about it and it came out in 1995, and it's starring a young Ben Stiller. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's looking so fly in the movie picture, all the, like in the movie poster that they posted. But then if you actually watch the trailer for it, he's not really looking that fly. But as I was watching the trailer, he first of all, Ben Stiller basically plays the same character he plays from Dodgeball. So he's like that like villainous antagonist kind of creature like dude that thinks he's better than everybody else and this is a story about kids that basically are going to uh, a a camp for overweight children and um, okay hence the name yeah and and, um keenan thompson is actually in it too so young keenan thompson is in it and they are trying to gain respect and prove that there's a lot more things about that are important in life than your weight so oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, good message to it. Yeah, so. yeah. It's it's it looks like it might be pretty good. So I would be interested in in watching that. Yeah, I think one of the interesting things is in all these movies, kind of like we talked about, there's a lot of very famous actors in their early career. So I mean, we mentioned Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. You know, young probably some of his first movies he did. Young Tom Hanks and Turner and Hooch. Young Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be interesting to to kind of go back and see those movie stars that you know today kind of in their early works it will also be interesting to see all of these older movies because even in the past 10 or 15 years cinema has changed dramatically i mean one of the first fast and the furious movies was on tv the other day that was 15 years old and it just looked i was like how old is this movie like it looked just so old just based on the special effects and like the quality of the film and the acting and, and it's so different than 
you know, the, the Fast and the Furious movies that came out today. So it's the same franchise mm-hmm. and the movies are so dramatically different. And you watch some of you know movies from the early 2000s and it's like a very noticeable difference in quality. So I can only imagine mm-hmm. what yeah. the storylines are going to be. They're probably going to be much shorter movies. I can't imagine most of these movies are over an hour and a half long. I mean, most yeah. movies used to be 90 minutes type thing. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see like what's the quality of the storyline and and the special effects and everything from the 60s and 70s. So just to kind of see that history of of cinema as it progresses as well will be kind of interesting to see because there's really not, at least that I know, a, a, another place, whether it be a streaming service or movie rental or anything, where you can kind of get maybe Amazon prime has this. If you kind of search through their history that you could go back and see movies from the fifties and sixties and seventies. You know, most of the stuff you're watching is from uh, recent history. Yeah. Another movie that I found in this, in their archives, and this one surprised me was Timon and Pumbaa. Okay. So you're surprised that Timon and Pumbaa are going to be in a movie. No, no. It's called the lion King. No, It's from, have you heard of it? The lion King? Maybe. No. Yes. So there's a movie <laughs> okay. called Timon and Pumbaa from 1995. So we're, okay. we're, we're going, we're past the Lion King. Okay. Okay. So is um, this a spinoff, like a direct? Uh... Well, I was very like, okay, this is really weird because I was all up on anything, the Lion King. And the Apparently only thing, the only thing that happened around that time period was Lion King one and a half, which centered around Timon and Pumbaa. And okay. apparently... Because I didn't see Lion King one and a half when yeah, I was looking through their there. catalog. Yeah, it's on there. It is. Yeah, you saw it. Mm-hmm. Are you positive? Yes. So Timon and Pumbaa is a separate thing. I think so. I've never seen this, so I would like to watch the Timon and Pumbaa show. I think it would be yeah. So th- absolutely so, fantastic. So, so this is actually an animated series. Yes. So yes. it's not a movie or anything. It's an animated series. Right. We've never seen before. So you need to go now as a Lion King completist. You need to go well, and watch this show, right? Well, yeah, and then so I must have. I guess I'm gonna have to watch this before I watch The Lion Guard because I'm sure that'll be on there too. And you've never seen The Lion Guard either. What I kind know. of Lion King fan are you? You're. We don't, ha- we don't have the Disney Channel. Your I can't Lion watch King it. credentials revoked. I'm taking your Lion King card. You're Rude. no longer in the Lion Rude. King fan club. I thought you were a true fan, and I it sounds am. like you aren't. So you but have we some. We don't have cable. You have some homework <laughs> to do that you're gonna have to watch these shows before you get your Lion King card back. So. Another one I'm really excited to see on there, Even Stevens. Yeah, so I would say all the Disney Channel <laughs> shows, I'm I'm excited to see as well. Hannah yeah. Montana, I love that show. <laughs> uh, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, but yeah, Even Stevens. So. Um, yeah, I, I had a particular liking for this whenever I was in like middle school because I I had classmates who called me Ren Stevens because I look or I looked a lot like her and. And I loved Lewis Stevens, and yeah, it was it was a good show. So I'm interested to see if it hel- holds up. Yeah, so I, yeah, all all those you know Disney Channel shows are on there and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then I just have a couple weird additions that things that you wouldn't think would be on this streaming service and just kind of are. So first of all, Doug's first movie. So again, '90s TV show it was on Nickelodeon. Doug, you know, do oh, it, it is the this is Doug. Are you sure about that? Yeah. It's Doug. It's Doug with the green vest and kind of he's bald. He has like young yeah, male yeah. pattern baldness. Doug funny. Yeah, Doug funny. But his first movie is going to be on the streaming service. Oh, okay. And then also 10 Things I Hate About You starring Heath Ledger is also going to be on the streaming service. And again, because there's a lot of Fox stuff mixed in with yeah. this. So. I mean, I'm sure that that's what that is. But yeah. So 
those were just a couple of the things that I cherry picked off of there and thought yeah. Were- so I think this is really shaping up to be a really good addition to kind of the, the streaming with Netflix and and Amazon and everything. Because I was looking forward to it just because of Star Wars and and Marvel and the Jeff Goldblum show, but then seeing all of the other old Disney Channel Disney TV had shows, a crazy long body of work. Yeah, and looking at all these old movies that I never knew I needed in my life, but now <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to live without seeing them. To see, I have to know if Kurt Russell escapes the uh, the gambling drug lords i don't know that they're drug lords but (laughs) but if he can stop the gambling ring and if you know how it works out with the with the chimp picking the the tv shows and everything and what happened and and what about those callaways do they save the geese Uh, don't they save the geese i i don't know i need to know so so it'll be it'll be really interesting to find out but yeah like i said i mean i started looking through and you know thought it'd be interesting just to name a couple shows and then okay impossible <laughs> and then and then once we got into the list it's like there is so much here and just so much again crazy stuff that's like these movies sound insane but they but they sound kind of interesting that you want to watch them um that it ended up become taking over its own episode so which which was originally going to be a you know a little piece of an episode ended up turning into its own thing so I think it's pretty interesting so another couple of weeks here we'll, we'll have access to all of these movies and everything on disney plus and uh, we'll be able to watch them and then we'll be able to either be extremely disappointed by them or be like oh you know what actually they turned out to be pretty good so <laughs> we'll have to do a, a follow-up later oh my goodness i actually forgot that even stevens was young shia labeouf yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, yeah I really shia LaBeouf. forgot yeah. that he was he was lewis stevens yeah i get to see a lot of a lot of great actors so so i think that kind of wraps up our show for this week next week we'll be touching on uh, another edition of is it worth it so we did one of those a few months ago kind of talking about different things in the theme parks disney related are they worth it so we're, we're going to be doing another one again next week and uh, our patreon show is up we did some marvel trivia uh, so if you want to listen to that we'll play a short clip here which mcu character would answer this question the same way no matter how it is asked what question? The question I'm asking right now. Oh, oh, tricky, tricky. Groot. Yeah. Who'd answer it? I'm Groot. I like that one. I was like, what question? I was waiting for the question. I was waiting for the question. What, what I love about Groot is they got Vin Diesel to be Groot. Like a, a very big. Like a legit na- actor. A big name actor. And he came in and did not just record I'm Groot once. Like he literally recorded 15 different ways for Groot to say I'm Groot. A little a little bit more emotion this time, Mr. Mr. Diesel. I'm Groot. Oh, that's a little bit too much, a little too punchy. Can we can we tone it down a bit? I'm Groot. Mm, that was a little flat. Can we try that one more time? I'm Groot. That was so much fun. It was. We had we had a really good time with that and I I don't know. We were we were flowing that day real well. So, yeah, it was yeah. it was a good one. Yeah, it was really good. So, if if you want to hear um, more of that head over and and join our our patreon and then that's a, a patreon only uh, show for you so i think that's it for this week i want to thank everybody again for listening you can catch us here every monday make sure you leave us a rating or a review subscribe so you get the new episodes downloaded automatically and um, you can check us out on facebook or instagram we're at enchanted ears podcast on both yeah. Thanks for lending us your ears. Right. Thanks everyone. See you here next week.